Well, hello and welcome to the Informed Traveler Podcast, a weekly travel podcast show where our goal is to help you become a more informed traveler. And I'm your host, Randy Sharman. You know, I'm super excited about this week's podcast because a little later on, I'm going to chat with Scott McGaw. He is the marketing director for the USS Midway Museum in San Diego. Now, whether you're a history buff, a museum fanatic, or just like big ships and airplanes, this is a must-see in San Diego. So we'll have that for you. Plus, we're going to get an update on the Mount Royal Hotel in Banff. If you remember, back in December of 2016, the hotel caught fire, and fortunately, no one was hurt, but the hotel suffered a lot of damage. Well, the Mount Royal recently reopened its doors, so we'll see what the newly reopened Mount Royal Hotel is like. But first, we're going to talk about airport parking with our good friend George Garcia. He is the general manager of Park2Go Airport Parking, which offers a different twist on the many parking options at the Calgary and Edmonton airports. And he joins us now. Hi, George. Hey, Randy. How are you? I'm well, thank you. I was just thinking, uh, I was just wondering, I wrote this down, my first question. How long has Park2Go been, uh, been operating? It's been a while, hasn't it? Yes, it has, and it's funny that uh, that you actually ask because we are celebrating our tenth year anniversary here in Calgary. We're celebrating two years in in Edmonton, and we're celebrating over a million Albertans served that have used our services. And did you have a prize for the one millionth uh, person at all? <laughs> actually, we're we're doing a weekly giveaways. So uh, some of the lucky customers that pass through here, they'll nice. get a, a parting gift on the way out, and. Um, some are, you know, gift cards, some are luggage tags, some are snow brushes. Cool. We've got a few little items, just little treats to say thank you for, for being a part of our business for 10 years and supporting us in the community and, you know, uh, with all the love that they've given us. Mm-hmm. And, um, so we're saying thank you back to the community and, uh, and hopefully we'll get another 10 years of support from Albertans. Well, I can't believe you've been in Edmonton for two years already. It just seems like you opened up there. Yeah, we did. Well, the first year in Edmonton was basically trying to, uh, you know, to build the brand and and, and introduce the Park to Go brand to uh, to Edmontonians, just like we have for Calgarians. Mm-hmm. But uh, you know, it's been a tremendous success. We're doing extremely well. Um, our location in Calgary is just north of Barlow Trail here, uh, which is basically six minutes from the airport. And then in Edmonton, uh, we're just east of the airport in Edmonton on Sparrow Drive, which is another six minutes to the airport. And, you know, that's one thing that we pride ourselves in, the type of service that we have. It's bar none and like no other service that any other parking company offers because, number one, we offer you a nine-minute airport uh, drop-off guarantee. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so from the time you, you drive into the parking lot, uh, you present us with your reservation, you're off on the shuttle, the shuttle runs 24-7. We don't fill up the shuttles. We don't wait for, you know, 20 minutes, 30 minutes to get you to the airport. It's drop-and-go valet service. You drop your car, hop on the shuttle, off you go. When you return home, same process. We pick you up at the arrivals level um, and whisk you off to your car. When you get to your car, it's in the summertime uh, temperature controlled. And, of course, in the wintertime, it's snow-free and warm waiting for you. So all Mm -hmm. you have to do is just get in your car, 
and drive away. And there's uh, a couple of unique things, too. Uh, if you need some service on your vehicle, that can be done while you're away. If you uh, are traveling from out of town, this is the, the biggest key, I think, for people that are coming in from out of town. They get an early morning flight. They can stay at a, a hotel that you, grew, that you group up with and not have to uh, you know, get up at 3 in the morning traveling to try to catch a 6 a.m. flight or something like that. Absolutely. Here in Calgary, um, one of our partners, and it's part of our ownership group, we have the Hilton Brand Hotel, which is the Homewood and Suites in the Hampton. Um, the, a lot of our customers use the service just because it's that simple. It's within walking distance to our, our facility. Uh, but above and beyond that, we offer all types of auto services uh, from detailing to oil changes. We've just introduced the, the rock chip repaired this summer in both cities, Calgary and, and Edmonton. Uh, to where, you know, we've basically taken all of the time-consuming, you know, fixes that you would do to your car, like, you know, maintenance or detailing or fix that rock chip so you don't end up with a cracked windshield um, while you're gone. So you're not wasting time. You're gone. Your vehicle's with us. Let us pamper the vehicle while you pamper yourself on vacation. Mm-hmm. Uh, we are talking together like we know <laughs> what we're talking about. But for someone who's listening that has no idea, like, how does this work? What do I do? How do I, how do I reserve a spot? It's probably one of the simplest things that you, you will ever do. And that's what we did. When we came up with Park2Go 10 years ago, we wanted to take the frustration, the irritation, the time-consuming out of the, the traveler's mind. So simple process. Go online. Make a reservation. It takes two minutes. Uh, choose the rate that that is best for you, whether you have AMA or whether you have uh, coupons or whatever the case may be. It takes two minutes to make the reservation. You drive into our property in both facilities. When you drive in, you press a button. The button takes four pictures of your vehicle, high high resolution, so that we can, you know, see all of the, you know, if there's a, a cracked windshield mm-hmm. or scrape or whatever the case may be. Yeah. Um, the uh, ambassador takes your reservation. Shuttle drivers put your luggage onto the bus and off you go. When you come home, same same process. We have a greeter at the airport, um, and they will you know welcome you home, take your ticket, take your payment right on the bus, um, and then when you drive to the property, your vehicle is waiting for you. The bus driver helps put your luggage onto the car. You scan your ticket at the gate. It takes another four pictures of your vehicle. So this way, we have pictures of your vehicle coming into the property and pictures mm-hmm. of the vehicle going out of the property. And we, we simply did this process to basically, you know, put put the the customer at ease that if the damage was there, great. If the damage was done by us, we own up to it. Yeah. So that there's, you know, there's never a worry in their mind. And it's peace of mind for the consumer that, you know, it's patrolled. We have security company 24-7 that patrols a lot. Uh, so it is the safest most convenient, easy-to-use airport parking facility. And keep in mind that we are probably the most affordable in both cities. As far as valet parking is concerned, we're bar none, um, you know, the lowest airport parking facility uh, that we have. You're making other airports jealous, I'm sure. I'm sure. And <laughs> don't worry, we'll come to them soon enough. <laughs> uh, George Garcia is the general manager of Park2Go. Again, the website, park2go.ca. Uh, always a pleasure to chat, George. Thank you. Thanks for having me, Randy. appreciate the time. Well, back in December of 2016, the Mount Royal Hotel in Banff caught fire. 
Now, fortunately, no one was hurt, but the hotel did suffer quite a bit of damage. Well, on July 1st, the Mount Royal Hotel reopened its doors, so I thought we'd see what the hotel is like now. So joining me to tell us more about it is Stuart Back. He is the vice president of the BAMP Jasper Collection by Pursuit. Hi, Stuart. Good morning. Uh, so let's talk about the reopening of the Mount Royal Hotel. But before we do that, uh, let's just talk more about uh, what the Pursuit Collection is and how the Mount Royal Hotel, or how long it's been uh, part of the Pursuit Collection. Absolutely. Well, Pursuit is a, an experiential travel company um, that uh, has experiences from Alaska all the way through the Canadian Rockies and into Montana. Um, also out to the West Coast in Vancouver, and uh, is continuing to grow with a new attraction opening in uh, in Iceland. And it's principally hotels, attractions, and, and uh, sightseeing experiences um, that uh, connect guests to to the the areas they're in, the beautiful um, natural environments that they're in. Um, here in the Canadian Rockies, that's the Banff Jasper Collection, and. Um, Many people might uh, might know it uh, by uh, by Brewster, which is the, uh, the previous operating name. Mm-hmm. And uh, Brewster has owned the Mount Royal Hotel for for, for decades. It's a uh, it's a property, uh, an iconic property in downtown Banff that that uh, was was owned by Brewster for for a long time. Well, it is right on the uh, main drag, Banff Avenue in Banff, and it's. It's kind of unique that if you didn't know it was there, you wouldn't know it was there, kind of thing, right? <laughs> Certainly, yeah. The previous rent, the, the the last major renovation there, actually, as a result of a of a, a fire in one section of the property, was in the 1960s. And at that time, they actually uh, sort of uh, created um, a, a masking almost of the property, making it all look very similar along the whole run, mm-hmm. which is quite different to the rest of Banff Avenue, which is made up of a sort of an eclectic mix of, of buildings different uh, height, shapes, sizes, and and architectural finishes. So as part of this, we wanted to actually recapture some of that history. The building is actually four separate buildings that all got built in different timeframes. So part of this was uh, was telling that story of the evolution of the Mount Royal Hotel as part of the heart of Banff um, since uh, the early 1900s. Um, and how it evolved over time, how it was handed down through generations. And, uh, you know, there were, there were fires, there were renovations, there were improvements. And, uh, and we've told that story by creating different uh, facade finishes on each section of the property. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, and the good news about the fire that happened in uh, 2016 was that no one was hurt. All guests were safely evacuated. Of course, the bad news is the damage that was caused. So tell me about the rebuilding process. And you just recently reopened, didn't you? Absolutely, we did. Yeah, we're very excited about reopening the property um, uh, on the 1st of July. Um, and it's been very well received so far by, by the guests that have been staying there. But the fire itself was limited to one section of the property. But the resulting water damage uh, to, to, to the, from dealing with the fire actually affected most of the building. So the interior of the building was, was largely uh, gutted. All walls opened up, uh, dealing with all, all the, uh, the effects of that water. So it gave us a great opportunity to rethink some of the uh, interior layouts, uh, some of the guest amenities in the building, um, and also obviously completely refresh the entire uh, interior of the building. So what does it look like now compared to someone who might have stayed there prior to uh, 2016? Well, they, it might feel familiar, but, but they're not going to recognize the difference. It's incredible. Um, all of, everywhere, every public space in the hotel, uh, the lobby, um, we've actually created an upper lobby, a library, 
um, a pantry for guests so they can get to things they need to take out on their day, hiking or skiing, whatever it is. Um, we've renovated all the guest rooms. So each section, we've got different artwork treatments to, that reflect the era of that section of the property or four sections. So lots of things have been done to very thoughtfully um, renovate the property, create a unique experience for guests, and sympathetically tell that story of the Mount Royal's place in the heart of that. Mm-hmm. Uh, and what about the amenities? If I'm staying there, what am I going to enjoy as a guest? Well, the, the normal things that hotels have, but with, the, with, a, with a couple of exceptions. Uh, the Mount Royal Hotel, being an older property, didn't have an awful lot of uh, lounge space, uh, public space for guests to, to relax and enjoy. So we've created... Uh, little pockets of that around the property so guests can sort of self-select a space like the library uh, where there there are local books that they can leaf through and plan their their day out in the mountains but the the thing that really has really caught everybody's eye is on the top floor of the hotel it being an older property in bounce it's slightly higher than most of the buildings and we've got an amazing uh, lounge and hot tub space that we've added to the top floor of the property which is open exclusively to guests nice now, uh, again, being uh, part of the Pursuit Collection, I would imagine there's some benefits for that if you, uh, if you have some uh, different tours and, and things and people can take advantage of uh, when they're staying in Banff. Absolutely. And in the property, we have uh, what we call our Explorockies desk. They're essentially uh, concierge uh, for guests staying in the destination. They help them plan their trips. And to your point, you know, we have... Uh, uh, attractions like the Banff Gondola, the Minnewanka, the Moline Lake Cruises, the Columbia Ice Fields, that are all part of the Pursuit Collection. So our team are experts in the destination and in some of those signature experiences and helping guests uh, make the most of their trip. Mm-hmm. Well, summertime can be very busy in Banff. I imagine if you wanted to book some of those trips, you want to do it uh, in advance before you get there? <laughs> yeah, quite, quite often. I mean, we, we, we certainly uh, we fill up in the peak times of the day and, and for a lot of the summer. But our team can always, always find uh, spaces and we've got different um, combinations and packages to help guests uh, out. But certainly it's, uh, it's proving to be a busy summer and planning ahead is a good idea. Mm-hmm. Uh, now, again, getting back to the Pursuit Collection, and, and you are part of a whole chain of, of different resorts uh, in Jasper and all over. If I wanted to do a tour of Western Canada, could I, could I kind of book one and then go and book the other all at once? Absolutely, yeah. You can uh, on, on our uh, on our website, which people can, can find uh, under Pursuit Collection. Um, you can plan your trip all the way from from Montana up through the Rockies into Alaska, um, and really enjoy some of the the most spectacular mountain destinations in uh, in the, the Western uh, North America. Mm-hmm. So, what's been the feedback uh, from guests so far? I know you've only been open for a couple of weeks. Have you have you gotten some feedback on the new uh, newly remodeled Mount Royal Hotel? <laughs> We have. We've had an awful lot of five-star reviews. Uh, it, it's, it is um, quite the, uh, the transformation that's occurred there. Um, and, uh, you know, new, new, new um, easy renovated is always good. But I think it's the, it's, it's the way that the, the property, the story of the property is being told. The museum in the lobby, which helps guests, uh, you know, learn a little bit about uh, the hotel's place um, in Banff, the, the training we've given the staff so that they understand the importance of the property. So I think guests are really responding to it. It's um, uh, often hotels are just a place to, to lay your head. We wanted here to create somewhere where, where guests would feel when they came back to when they arrived at or they came back to, they, they felt that it was really something special. Mm-hmm. Anything you'd like to add that I might have missed? I think that's covered it. Uh, Stuart Back is the uh, vice president for the Banff Jasper Collection by Pursuit.
Uh, the website is bampjaspercollection.com. You can find uh, the Mount Royal Hotel on there, along with all the other uh, resorts and hotels and things to do uh, in the uh, Bamp Jasper area. Uh, thanks for your time, Stuart. Appreciate it. Thank Whether you're a history buff, a museum fanatic, or just like big ships and airplanes, a must-see attraction in San Diego. And the next time you go there is definitely the USS Midway Museum. And joining me now from his office, located right on the ship itself, right on board the USS Midway, is Scott McGaugh. He's the marketing director for the USS Midway Museum. Their website, by the way, is midway.org. Hi, Scott. Randy, how are you? I'm well, thank you. My memories of the Midway uh, go like this. I used to work on the cruise ships. Uh, We docked about uh, two piers over from the Midway before it became a museum. And so I I had to walk over and take a close-up look. And I was absolutely blown away by the size of it. It, uh, (laughs) And this is coming from someone that worked in cruise ships, which are big ships themselves. But it is a massive, massive ship and uh, quite a sight to see. So how did it go from being a ship to a museum? Well, Midway was the longest-serving carrier of the 20th century from the very end of World War II all the way through Operation Desert Storm before being decommissioned in 1992 here in San Diego and towed up to the Navy's mothball fleet near Seattle. It took us about 12 years, a group of San Diego leaders, I was privileged to be part of that, to go through the permitting process and working with the Navy and so on uh, to, in essence, acquire or be given Midway uh, to the group uh, to bring back the San Diego to open as a naval aviation museum. It was something that was missing in my hometown of San Diego. You know, we're the birthplace of naval aviation, the original home of Top Gun, largest Navy home port in the world, and yet we didn't have a memorial or a tribute or a visitor attraction that speaks to that. So uh, it was a 12-year effort, but ultimately we were successful and we were able to open Midway uh, in June of 2004. It's now the most visited ship museum in the world. I was just going to say that, uh, most visited ship museum in the world. That's quite a title to have. What makes it stand out? Is it the fact that there's a naval base right there that also helps? Well, to a certain extent, yes. You know, I'm sure you're this way. I certainly am. When when people uh, travel, they like to explore and experience the local culture, the local community fabric, uh, whether it's San Diego or Calgary or or New York City. Um, And certainly being able to board an aircraft carrier, which in itself is usually a -a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity, speaks to that. And and like you, people are amazed at how large an aircraft carrier is uh, and what goes on 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 a carrier. You know, what most of us know is uh, from the movie Top Gun and things like that up on the flight deck. And But yet Midway was a floating city at sea, three American football fields long, 2,000 rooms, uh, a city with a population of 4,500 young men. And to experience that in a unique way aboard Midway, explore an aircraft carrier like that, including the flight deck, is really a lifetime memory and unique to San Diego. Mm-hmm. Well, you throw those numbers out, uh, but you really have to see it. To, to believe it, right? When you say, oh, 5,000, yeah. 2,000 rooms, yeah. you know, it's just, sure. you just have to see it to believe it. It's just an amazing sight. So is there any part of that ship that you haven't 
explored? <laughs> well, they, you know, 2,000 compartments, 4,500 beds, and so on. Uh, I've probably seen about 90% uh, of the compartments. They're not all open to the public. No one needs to see all 4,500 beds, of course, or <laughs> True. all 12 boilers. So it's a representative uh, experience. It still takes four or five hours for most people to explore. So I've seen a lot of it. Uh, it's remarkable to think about the history that each of those compartments represents. Has it changed much since the opening day to now? Have you added things and, and upgraded things? Oh, very much so. Uh, we still, we're 14 years old. We still have a 10-year build-out plan. Uh, we've added a Battle of Midway Theater, a hologram theater produced in Hollywood uh, that is included with admission. We are adding exhibits and aircraft literally at the beginning of every single summer. And as I say, we have more to add. Uh, really one of the great appeals of Midway uh, is the self-guided audio tour that is included with every admission. It's narrated by former Midway sailors, now up to 70 different locations, where a Midway sailor who lived or worked in that particular space shares his story uh, as you listen to him, as you uh, explore the ship. So it might be a head cook uh, in the galley who is responsible for 13,000 meals a day. The next stop is down in the brig, the ship's jail, and a sailor shares his story about spending three days in the brig uh, aboard Midway and onto the flight deck and so on. So it's a very personal experience. Um, Midway is not a place where you stand back and look at things under display cases. It's just the opposite. We have docents throughout the ship sharing their stories who serve in the Navy. You can get in some of the aircraft. The language, the audio tour is available in six different languages. Mandarin is the most commonly spoken language on Midway right now, foreign language. So it is a personal experience. It, it's not just something to look at, but something to really engage. And that's what really makes it impactful. Mm -hmm. Well, I'm looking at the uh, video on your website, midway.org, and that really gives you a good visual of what it's like to take a tour. But give me some tips if I'm uh, planning a tour, planning a visit, what should I need to know? Well, Midway is located right downtown San Diego, uh, along what we call the Embarcadero, uh, very close to uh, a lot of downtown hotels, three minutes from the airport. Uh, a lot of accommodations are very uh, close. Uh, for those who drive down to Southern California, there's parking on the pier right next to Midway. We're very popular, uh, so I always encourage folks to get here close to when the museum opens at 10. Uh, if it's a busy summer uh, time, uh, get up to the flight deck and take the guided island tour, you know, of where the ship's uh, captain lived and worked in the air traffic control tower, because that can get a little bit crowded later in the day. Um, but and, and probably the most important tip I would give people is allow enough time. If there's one complaint we get is that people say, I had no idea there was so much to see and do. Uh, I didn't allow enough time. So uh, plan on making at least most of the day, uh, visit Midway for uh, half the day, and then explore the rest of the waterfront. And it really makes for a great experience and, and one that is uniquely San Diego. Mm -hmm. And it's uh, good for the whole family, too, right? I think just judging by, uh, again, looking at the video, that that's, uh, they really do interactive for, for children and uh, people of all ages, right? That's a great point, Randy. You're absolutely right. Uh, we have a separate uh, self-guided audio tour just for kids that is included with admission that actually the parents oftentimes listen in on as well. <laughs> uh, this is a family destination. Uh, that was something that we, we planned on from the very beginning. Uh, the kids can earn their own junior pilot.
wings if they can they get uh, awarded and they learn how to a proper Navy salute. Uh, again, it's a lifetime memory. So it is not just for Navy veterans or military fans. It really is uh, an, an experience for the entire family. Do you have a favorite spot of the of the museum that uh, that you enjoy? Ooh. I know I'm kind of yeah. putting you on the spot, hey? <laughs> yeah. Um, I guess down below, the city at sea is just remarkable. But, you know, to spend the time up on the flight deck, uh, especially if you get here early when the museum first opens, and just walk the length of, you know, 300 and almost 350 meters and think about all the history that's taken place on that flight deck from the end of World War II through Vietnam and Operation Desert Storm, and pause and reflect for a moment about the incredible service and sometimes ultimate sacrifice that took place on that flight deck. It, it really gives me at least a pause to reflect and deeply appreciate the freedoms that we have and the young men who, who have made that possible, not just on Midway, but throughout our armed forces uh, around the world. Uh, it, it's, it's a special place. It, it's history. Um, it's a place of memorial, if you will, reflection, but it's also inspiring, especially when the docents and the crowds arrive uh, and the energy level uh, increases, certainly. So allow plenty of time to, to explore that flight deck uh, and the aircraft and, and pause and reflect on, on the freedoms that both Americans and Canadians uh, enjoy. Mm-hmm. Uh, sh- should you get tickets in advance? Can you get tickets right there? Or what's the best way to do that? Yes, there are any number of online uh, sources, ticket resellers, midway.org, of course. Uh, there's a discount and also enables you to skip the lines and go straight aboard. We have a ticket booth, of course, on Navy Pier right at the entrance. Uh, so people uh, can certainly buy tickets without worry about it being sold out or anything like that uh, upon arrival. Uh, or they can certainly uh, buy tickets online, uh, save a few dollars uh, ahead of time. Anything I might have missed? No, uh, just that uh, we love having the Canadians aboard. My wife's from Canada, uh, so uh, I have a special affinity, and we see an awful lot of uh, Canadians, especially when you all are are fleeing the snow uh, to come down to San Diego and and, uh, our endless summer. Uh, so, uh, not, not really. Um, we always pretty much welcome our interna- international visitors from, from around the world and look forward to hopefully seeing you aboard sometime soon. It is high on my list. Uh, San Diego is a great city to visit, and uh, the Midway Museum would be number one on my list to see when I, next time I'm there. So, uh, Scott Magazzi, Marketing Director for the USS Midway Museum. Again, the website, midway.org. Thanks for your insight, Scott. It was a pleasure. My pleasure. And that is this week's Informed Traveler podcast. I want to thank you for listening. If you like what you hear, take a minute and rate the show. You can leave us a review and tell a friend about the podcast. And if you want to drop me a line, my email is randy at theinformedtraveler.ca. You can also like us on Facebook at facebook.com slash informedtraveler. Or you can follow me on Twitter at informedtraveler.com.